With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is a podcast called 25 Whistles, talking football, and they all wear a whistle, yeah, it's stupid. But what did you expect? It's a podcast called 25 Whistles. 25 Whistles. What's up, everybody? 25 Whistles presented by DraftKings Fantasy Sports. Check out what DraftKings has to offer this season with the code Bobby Sports because life's more fun when you're in on the action. DraftKings, Eddie, relax, bro. Oh, I'm just staying ready, dude. Like he's taking huge breaths in. Well, because it's a big breath when I whistle. Okay. Because life's more fun. I'm just afraid you're going to pass out. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Because life's more fun when you're on the action. DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void prohibited. See DraftKings.com for details. Okay, whistle. Thank you very much. Yeah. ESPN's Phil Yates will be on with us later to talk about the Dolphins and Tua and the Cowboys and the playoffs. And I like that guy. I mean, he during fantasy, he's the dude. Like, do I start him? Do I start him? He's the dude now, especially because... Matthew Barry went over to Peacock, Correct. NBC. Mm-hmm. So it was a good move for Field Yates that Matthew Barry left. Yeah, because it was them two. Yeah, because Matthew Barry was like the fantasy guy, and still is a big. But but now it's Field, ESPN just such a big platform for fantasy. Is like, Field famous? Because I mean, we yeah. all we all know him. Famous if you you're in the sports. No, I, I, mean, I would yeah. say I don't even know him as much from fantasy as I do just on ESPN. Yeah, really? he's all over all. Yeah, of he's all over programming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. NFL Live, all that stuff. And I usually win my fantasy league as evidence of Ooh, our league this year. I finished second last year in our league. Shot. But so, you know, I don't really go to the experts of fantasy. I just go to me. I'm like, really? what, do you, how do, what do you feel today? And I'm like, well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> and then I sell me a subscription service. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So I'm, I subscribe to my own newsletter about fantasy. That's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> and so, that's why you win. Are you that's, the only that's why. lone subscriber? Yeah, just one. We, okay. only, we only have room for one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers. That's fun, right? Yeah. All I think about is how cool it is for him to have to move, to get to move from Michigan to Southern California. Mm-hmm. The weather is just going to be great. No pressure. It's not a five-year deal. Traffic, though, dude. Yeah, but I, I think he about the just, LA traffic. He just lives, like, I don't know, get a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, true, I don't too. think he's going to. Yeah. I don't think that's really an issue. You could Not for somebody with that much money. So that's why those guys get helicopters, because traffic's so bad, they just fly into their office? I mean, Kobe died because he was flying to, but that was yeah. it wasn't because of the helicopter so much as it was. It was a cloudy day. The fog. Probably pilot error. Dude, I drove home from work that night at like midnight, After literally through the same deal? canyon area. Really? And it was foggy. Really? I'm, not even, I'm not even kidding. This like way. you remember it being Yeah, foggy? I remember and I woke up, or not woke up, but it happened that morning or whatever, but I found out the next day and I was like, that's sad. Because I, I drove through like six hours before that whole thing happened with him 
and it was foggy. I couldn't even drive, let alone be in the air in the helicopter. Now, I'm not sure if this is true or it was just a story I read, so take that, take this whole thing with a grain of salt. But didn't someone say that Kobe was like, no, we have to go? Mm-hmm. Like, That's what they said. That's and, what I heard, too. And the, helico- the pilot was like, I don't know. He's like, no, no. And again, it's Kobe, and he's your boss. And it, So you're like, all right. Yeah, kind of rule of thumb, you should never tell the pilot like when they sh- think they sh- you should fly. They, they kind of know like what when to fly and when not to fly. And I think one pilot said one time too, was like, you know, I want to save my life too. Like, I don't yeah. want to put Have my life in danger. Kids yeah. Life too, yeah. yeah, but he would take that to practice. Actually, tomorrow's the uh, anniversary of that. Really? Wow. Yeah. It's a weird day to wake up and read that. Very. I was on my way to your house. We were going to sh- do a podcast or something, mm-hmm. and that's the first thing you said when I walked in. I'm like, what? I watched some of these Kobe... Well, let me get on Harbaugh real quick and finish this. Yeah, uh, Jim Harbaugh to the Chargers. Why this is a good job. One, nobody cares about the team, really. They don't have a passionate fan base. They have some passionate fans, but it's not like that team is a team that has diehards because it's all they have. Like when you look at diehards, for the most part, Green Bay, what do they have? They have a couple sports teams in Wisconsin, the Brewers, the but but I mean oh, yeah. that's that's their There's central huge yeah. fan base. I mean, look at Cowboys. Well, the Cowboys have a lot, but they've been around forever. Yep. So and they've been good. They had they had really great years. The Steelers, Pittsburgh, diehard. Pittsburgh, not one of the biggest media markets. Um, so for the most part, L.A. has been tough for teams. Why teams have moved in and out of L.A. Just generally. Yeah. yeah. The Raiders, the Rams, the Chargers. Now, um, so. Whenever they have home games there, it's like 60% the other teams if it's a big, passionate fan base. That being said, the pressure's not going to be crazy on him to win in the first year or two years because they're a bit apathetic. It will happen because they're paying up a bunch of money, but it's not like he's walking into um, the, the hot stove. Yeah, the pressure's not really on. And he's won everywhere, so if it doesn't work immediately... You're like, hey, it's a process. I've won every single place I've been. Yeah, give it time. Literally everywhere. Yeah. San Diego. Stanford. Stanford. San Francisco. Michigan. Michigan Michigan took a little longer, but yeah, he still won a national championship. So what are you going to say? He came in and Ohio State was so much bigger and better. And Ohio State whooped that butt for years until they just didn't anymore. And then it was over. Yeah. So what's going on with clearing his name on this? Uh, who needs? Who cares? He's done. Doesn't matter. Mm-mm, who cares? They're probably going to hire the offensive coordinator as the head coach over there. Yeah. The OC who was the head coach when he was suspended every game this year because he was basically suspended every game. It's funny. I saw his face and I was like, I've seen that guy so much and that's why because he was gone for six games. Yeah, he'd be, <laughs> yeah, he'd be crying at the end of the games. Yes. And cursing. This one's for you. Yeah. More, he'd be like... <laughs> This is for Coach Harbaugh. Yeah. I love you. He would say the F word on national you. television. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure he's legit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he gets to keep that staff for the most part. I think Harbaugh leaves and takes his one of the Harbaugh boys, like his, uh, his, his brother on staff. Or maybe his brother's with John. They have a third Harbaugh? There's another Harbaugh special really? teams. I think maybe the special teams coordinator at Michigan or at Baltimore. Meaning one of the Harbaugh's coached over one of the other Harbaugh's. Yeah. I know the defense coordinator for the Ravens was the defense coordinator for the Michigan. See, they have another brother. Year. How many Harbaugh brothers are there? I just see uh, sisters. Well, then she coaches. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> but there could be another Harbaugh that coaches on a staff. That's not related, maybe? 
Well, never mind. That's the wife of what a John coincidence. And <laughs> hey, Mike, will you go go that side of Harbaugh? I'm not seeing one. Okay, well, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I'm almost positive. It's a weird one to make up, though, man. I know. Unless somebody got me good. <laughs> it's probably, what? um, what's his name? The guy who got them in trouble. Oh. He's part of it all. <laughs> military guy? Yeah. He probably used that ID one time. So all that Pete Carroll stuff, like that was just a joke or something? Or what, what do you mean? Like that the Chargers were talking to Pete Carroll? Chargers were talking to everybody. They did yeah. interviews with many coaches. Yeah, but... Jay Harbaugh. In nine seasons at Michigan, Jay Harbaugh has been considered the most versatile coach having worked with tight ends, running backs, and most recently safeties. He was assistant special teams coordinator for four years before becoming special teams coordinator for the last four years at Michigan. Yeah, you guys suck it. His name's J-A-Y? Is yeah. A, is he a son or... Yeah, he's, he's got a son, son of Jim. Exactly. Okay. All right. I knew hey. there was a Harbaugh. All right. Hey, man, I didn't. I never doubted you. Hey, you did. Not me. Okay. Not me. I did, though. I doubted him. <laughs> so that's the big news that Jim Harbaugh is going over. What's up with your boy Belichick? He going to Atlanta or no? Man, it's not looking good right now. Nobody wants him? They're saying that's the only team. Because <laughs> most interest. people feel he's just trying to beat Shula. Not that he's going to go put down root. He's also older. Okay, yeah. that means a win. Sure. Isn't that what you want? Yeah, but I mean, if that's your only motivation for like a, two years, a year and a half, and then you're going to leave, you're going to build something and leave it? I don't know. I don't yeah. think I'd want an old coach to come. Really? In. Like He doesn't have more than five years, you would think. Living or coaching? <laughs> Both. Coach, <laughs> coaching. <laughs> And there'll probably be a lot of jobs open up next year. Oh, there will be. There's always a bunch of jobs, but the Cowboys will open up next year. What do you mean? You don't know that. You don't know that. If they win Um, the whole thing, there's no job opening up. Um, I'm just playing And next year might be our year. You're right. It could be. So the Cowboys could open up next year. Already starting that. (laughs) I I feel like if the Eagles don't win, Sirianni's out. I feel like Iberflus, he's not going to get a start over just because they're drafting a rookie quarterback. The Eagles got rid of a lot of people, huh? They did, but not their head coach. No, not that. Yeah, that, yeah, Ben Johnson, offensive coordinator. There, yeah, there's still some openings. Yeah, I don't know. With Belichick, that's, I think it's kind of showing us, you know, what everybody else thinks. Does that hurt your feelings a little bit? He's like you. You're a dire Patriots fan. Yeah, no, it doesn't. I understand it. Like we were just saying, how many more years does he have in him? So if you build something and then leave, then you got to start over again. If they even win anything. What if he can't get a job and the only reason he can't beat... That makes Shula me, is because he can't coach. That makes me sad. Like, if he can't get a job, he'll get a job somewhere, but if he can't get a head coaching job, that makes me, well, like, yeah. dang, He can work dude. at Walmart. Well, he ain't gonna take a coordinator <laughs> job. He can come on whistles. <laughs> true. Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, That's Starbucks. true. He can come on whistles or Starbucks. <laughs> no, he'd be a terrible customer service. <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> ah, we're out of coffee. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what was I talking about? I was gonna come back to it. Kobe. Yeah, Kobe. Oh, I'm wa- I'll watch these videos. It's Kobe and MJ in a, in a different way, Larry Bird. But part of my TikTok is a bunch of 90s and early 2000s basketball or podcasts from t- like um, All That Smoke or uh, what is that podcast called? Up and Smoke. Up and Smoke. Yeah. Show, the Showtime now bought it. Mm-hmm. So that'll come up a lot. It's, uh, it's not called Up and Smoke, is it? It's called whatever it is. I just watch it on TikTok. That's one with Matt Barnes? Yes. Right? And so they talk about Kobe in a way of like, man. Even even Michael. All the smoke. All the smoke. Thank you. Even Michael. They're like, Michael's crazy, man. Like, he'd see you walk in the parking lot before a game. He'd come up and stab you right right in your shin with a butter knife, and you bleed. And then he'd see you on the court and be like, ha, 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 ha. Man, that guy's a competitor. You're like, what the? Yeah, weird. <laughs> or like Kobe. Kobe come out. He'd be like, hey. He'd be like, I had sex with your mom. 
And he'd be like, what? No, you didn't. You're just trying to get in my head. And then you'd look, and your mom would text you and be like, yeah, it's ex Kobe. You're like, dang. <laughs> oh He's God. a competitor. Wow, what a great competitor. I know. It's like all these what? awful human Terrible. traits. <laughs> Terrible people. But that they only end up going, and that's what made him a competitor, man. And I feel like a little bit, Kobe has been turned into more of a hero after he died. Yes. But that happens with everybody. Everybody. Right? Yeah. But he didn't die while he was playing. He died after he retired already. But the stories are wild about them. Yeah, man. Like once I bought some crypto and I looked and it had all been stolen. I was part of a, a fraud scheme. And I got on a court and I went two for 12 that night. And Kobe said, it's because I stole your crypto. <laughs> and he really <laughs> and did. And he did. <laughs> what a competitor. But that man. guy, he, he knew how to compete. <laughs> God. Just a bad dude. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what, there's like a fine line between being a bad dude and like, and they'd be like, yeah, man, rest in peace, rest in peace. Uh, uh. So, but they, Jordan has a bunch of those stories. Kobe has a bunch of those stories. I'm on Larry Bird Twitter too. Now, Larry's stories aren't like that, but Larry talked more garbage than anybody ever yeah. in the history of the world. And it's hilarious. She'll have all these guys come out and be like, Larry Bird saw me and is like, you gonna let him guard me? And he'd be like, yeah. And I'd go to my coach and be like, yeah, I got, I got the white boy. And, and Larry would be like, yeah, okay. Uh, I'm about to show this kid what's up with a dunk. Right hand, touch my knee. Slap your mama. Boom, <laughs> and then he would dunk on me. Slap just like he said. <laughs> and he walked over and slapped my mama. What about that one game where he played left-handed? Or, yeah, when he got to a point, he just played left-handed. That's crazy. He's like, I'm just going to play my left. Yeah, he scored like 40 or whatever it was already. Yeah, He's like, I'm just going to play left-handed. Left show you. The Larry Bird stuff is crazy because he was 6'9", six, 6'10", six, but playing as a guard-ish. He's a forward, obviously, but could handle and could shoot. There are some of those older videos of those guys that I watch, and I'm blown away at how advanced they were. Larry Bird, one of them, didn't quite understand it then because I was a young kid. But he was doing stuff that some of the big guys are doing now, and they're considered yeah. progressive in the NBA. But like Pistol Pete, hmm. there was no three-point line for much, much of his career in the NBA. There's not in college, and he was averaging 40 a game in college. No three-point line. And Pistol Pete and... Um, uh, the, the Celtic. Uh, Mikhail? No, 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 no. Way back. Bob Cousy. Oh. To watch the Bob Cousy, black and white, go behind the back, throw those passes like Jason. Uh, uh, not kid. Um, behind the back. Williams. Jason Williams, yeah. Yes. It's crazy to see these guys old like that, doing that. And they were so far ahead of their game that it was just weird. Can you imagine if they knew the Euro step? <laughs> I watch Jason Williams playing rec league sometimes. You ever see that? Dude. Because now he plays and they're like travel. He goes, I ain't travel since I was five. <laughs> <laughs> it he, is crazy he, when they call travel it, on a dude, on funny. an NBA player. It's funny. He was awesome. Yeah, He's like he an awesome. and one guy out there playing NBA. He was awesome. So Harbaugh, thumbs up. Kobe, RIP. RIP, man. MJ, kind of a bad dude. So I have a quick, this yeah. quick story. I was at the Y, and I was just playing a little bit with my kids or whatever, and this man, old man comes up, probably like 80, almost 90. Old dude, he was working out. And he comes up to me, he's like, you like basketball? I'm like, yes, sir, I do. And he said, let me tell you a story. He's like, back in the 90s, early 90, whatever. He's like, I had a really rich friend of mine. He invited me to his house in Chicago. We spent the weekend together. He says, hey, uh, Michael Jordan's a friend of mine. He's like, uh, he's having a, a party at his house. You want to come? He's like, yeah. So he went to Michael Jordan's house, had a party. And he had a game the next day. We spend the night at his house. Next day, Michael says, you guys want to go to the game? I'm taking off in like an hour. Yeah, we jump in the shower, got dressed. We get in Michael's car. We're driving to the game. And we see Scottie Pippen broken down on the side of the road. 
And we're like, Mike, that's Scotty Pippen. He's like, yeah, screw him. <laughs> he just kept driving. And we said, you don't want to go help him? He's like, no, nah, I don't need that, dude. And he'll figure it out. If he doesn't make the game, we'll just play without him. And we were like, well, that's crazy. And sure enough, he said, we got to the, the, we got to the game. We're in the locker room or whatever. And Scotty Pippen comes in. He's like, dude, did you, you just drove past me. You didn't help me. He's like, what? I figured, I, I told you, punk. He's like, I don't need you on my team. He said, I don't need you on my team. I figure you just figure maybe you'd miss the game and we'd be all right. We'd win by 20 points anyway. <laughs> he said, that's a crazy story. Believe it or not. And the old man walked away. I was like, what? Just is, some random old dude. Is this a the true story? was Horace Grant. <laughs> <laughs> Horace Grant. Probably a little bit amplified, yeah. but probably some truth to it, I guess. It's just weird to see an old man come up to like just a random person and be like, I have a story for this guy. He might enjoy this. In his head, he's thinking... I know I'm going to die soon, so I want to share all my stories. With <laughs> yes. He just picks random people yes. at the gym every day. Uh, but this, but this if, there fella, are, if there are so many the stories. The Middle Eastern fella. Okay, okay. <laughs> what ethnicity am I? Yeah. <laughs> we talked about that last show where the woman was like, what ethnicity are you? Yes. We did? Uh, okay. All right. Yes. <laughs> uh, anything else? You just hear so many Michael Jordan stories. You're oh, like, yeah. all right, that's the kind of duty he is. But it's all because it Even when I saw the last dance, I'm like, I don't want yeah, this. He, I would never be this dude's friend. Ever. He, he's so driven. <laughs> you know, there's a fine line between driven and a bad dude. Yeah. Yeah, he's an a-hole. Yeah. For sure. Sometimes you have to be an a-hole For at sure. times. Yeah. yeah. And, but it just seemed like he was, he's better than bad dude sometimes, for sure. <laughs> All right, let's go. Tittle Tattle. It's time for the stupidest name ever. It's the Tittle Tattle with Following the announcement of The Rock being appointed to the board of directors of TKO Group, if you could join the board of one company, which would it be? I think the headline, too, with The Rock thing was he gets to have the name The Rock. Yeah, that too. Because that never really was owned by him, which is why I really tried to go by Dwayne Johnson. But he just couldn't shake The Rock. That's what we know him as. And he comes back and wrestles occasionally, so he's still The Rock. What's the company? TKO, which is UFC and WWE. Oh, wow. Together. That's cool. I didn't know that was one company. Yeah, pretty recently, right? Didn't they buy them? I believe, Most yeah. of them. Um, so, yeah, The Rock's going to be on the board, but The Rock also has you know, uh, interest in the, the whole spring football now because they've combined those leagues, too. Yeah, USFL and XFL, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Rock's all over. That dude is so Gosh. thick. He's so thick. i never seen him in person. Humongous. But he looks humongous on TV, like thick. Even thicker than the thick guys when he comes out because he came out and wrestled again. Yeah. He was bigger than the wrestlers. Yeah, but they say cameras add uh, like seven pounds. Bro, I'm telling you, he looks like 7,000 muscle pounds. <laughs> you follow him on Instagram? Uh-uh. I, mean, I don't. Dude, he works out every day and yeah. he, he looks thick every day. I would put myself, oh, speaking of wrestling, you see where Netflix signed WWE $5 billion deal mm-hmm. to stream Raw? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go, Mike. Right, Mike? Yeah. You guys watch that? I watch the news when they tell Netflix stories. No, I'm saying Raw. Like, I don't, I haven't watched that. My kids don't watch that. Like, I don't know anyone that watches no, Raw. No, I don't. But it's huge. Wrestling is massive again. Really? I yeah. started watching again when Snake in the Grass would come on because it would, it would lead right into it. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, I kind of like this again. <laughs> yeah. They had it in Nashville, too, or the Royal Rumble. I went to SummerSlam. Yeah, or that's what it was. Yeah. Five billion dollars to be able to air Raw on Netflix. Wow. Yeah. I know on Peacock, it's been, a lot of the wrestling's been on Peacock. And I'm not sure if they own part of that or if it's being taken off. Or, you, or maybe it's coming from USA. It doesn't start till next year, so maybe that's ending that contract. Um, so what board would I want to be on? I'd want to be on the NFL board. Yeah. Because the first thing I would do is say, listen, you idiots. If somebody gets called for pass interference, we need to give the quarterback those yards. 
because you eliminated any chance for them to get those yards. He just threw it 35 yards. It's pass interference. The receiver wasn't even able to catch it. You called a flag. The quarterback and the receiver get those yards. Yeah, the ball's going there, so somebody needs to get those yards. They're not dead yards. So as far as the stats goes? Yes. Okay. If you throw a pass, if it's a pass interference and you've shut down the, the attempt, to, that's the first rule I would change. Okay. They're already working on the fumble through the end zone rule, which is stupid too. Yes. And then I would go like, and if you know anybody on the NBA board, when you get that assist thing changed, <laughs> where if somebody gets fouled and they don't make their shots, they make both free throws, the person gets an assist that gave them the opportunity. Yeah, you're all about patting the stats. Not patting, giving people what they're due. I, yeah, clearing them up. He, what about Bones when uh, the quarterback throws a good pass, it gets tipped and intercepted? Should the quarterback get that interception? Yeah. It was a good pass. But maybe he didn't throw it right where it needed to be. Oh, he did. No, nah, no. He did, but the receiver. But there's just, no penalty there. There's no penalty. Yeah, the stat is he gets an interception. No, no, what if I'm he was having a great season? But I'm saying there's no penalty involved in that play. Oh, as far as like the yardage. pass interference, like there is an actual. This has been done wrong. You have been wronged, receiver and quarterback. <laughs> I shall throw a piece of yellow to reflect how wrong you've done, and we shall give you what you deserve: your yards. So I think they should also give them the yards. There's and that'd be cool if the refs talk like that. Like made him feel Romeo real bad. Yes. Where for out thou? They could you only cheated. talk in accents. Yes. <laughs> and then I'd put myself on the iHeart radio board, iHeart media board. I'd give you guys raises. What? That'd be awesome. Mm-hmm. First thing I would do. Everybody, thank you. I know I just came off the NFL board, but I'm excited to be here on the iHeart board. <laughs> I got three people I want to give raises. And then I'd retire and get Dang. off the board. So, all right, next up. <laughs> all right, at seven point dogs open the week, do you think Vegas is disrespecting the Lions in the NFC championship? No. Because Vegas doesn't really do it based on what they feel. They do it based on what they think people will feel about it. Meaning they don't really care what the line is. They just want it to be 50-50. Mm-hmm. And so they set a line that they think is going to make people bet 50-50 because they get a, if you bet a dollar, they'll take a nickel. And then you're playing with 95 cents on the bet. So you bet a dollar, they're taking a nickel anyway. You get 95 cents that you're using for the bet. But they want it to be bet so down the middle, they have no risk and they're only collecting everybody's nickel. So they're creating a line, not for their own jollies. They're creating a line that people will feel like, oh, I think the Lions could get seven points a win. No, I think the 49ers get minus seven, like right in the middle. And so I think that they think that people disrespect the Lions and want to give San Francisco the old minus sevener. Oh. Does that make sense how I said it? Yes, it does make sense. However, there are some lines where you look at it and you're like, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think it definitely splits the people. San Francisco's a great team. Everyone knows San Francisco's really, really good. And the Lions, there's a lot of hype. But realistically, I think, the you know, people think that the 49ers are a much better team. So that line makes sense, right? Okay. But sometimes you get the 49ers and the Packers and their seasons have been tremendous, like big difference. And then it's like minus one. And you know what? That line will shift if a whole bunch of people jump on one side. Mm-hmm. That line will move. That's why it moves, mm. because they're trying to keep it balanced in the middle. Yeah, I completely understand, and I agree with you. So what they're doing is just setting that line to try to find that middle spot. And if they can hit perfect middle, they pro- profit and they lose nothing. There's no such thing as perfect middle. But that's that's kind of the goal there. Seven points in a playoff game? especially with the momentum that the Lions have, seems like most people would just bite at that. But That's San Francisco, yeah. is they're so good. The Lions are too, but the Lions, if you're a casual better, you probably think the 49ers, they're going to kill the Lions. Look at, if Debo, who knows if Debo's even playing? Yeah. Like there's all the, the nuanced parts of it. However, 
most people would go, San Francisco's awesome. The Lions, well, that's a cute little story. That's fun. They were on hard knocks. So I don't think that Vegas is being disrespectful. I think that Vegas knows people don't really think the Lions can keep up with the 49ers, so they've made that line there. Um, I would probably take... Oh, I don't know. It's right in the middle. That's such a good number. That touchdown. If it was six, I would go with the Lions. Really? Ooh. It's just the, it's just the seven points. But even that, who knows? I'm just saying stupid stuff at this point. But right now, I think... <laughs> like, I, I thought... what Because what, what, I'm going to give you my parlay in a minute because I'm, I'm on a streak. Yeah. But yeah, I, rolling. Yeah, I think the, the Lions are so good. They have the personnel to actually play with San Francisco, which is pretty cool. And what scares me the most is the Niners had such a down game last game, and the, and the Lions are so up right now, and it could just flip so easily. This Definitely game. could, or it could not flip. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, hey, any given Sunday, right, boys? Any that's given right. Sunday. Hey, that's, that's what right. they say. That's right. All right, what right. else? <laughs> last week showed how important kickers are. Do you think the Ravens have the biggest X factor out of the final four teams with Justin Tucker? So I like Harrison Butker a lot for the Chiefs. He's pretty solid. And you know why I know him so well? He plays on my Madden team. <laughs> this is oh. why you know him? Yeah, I know how good he is. He doesn't miss. He's awesome. And so in our Madden league, I have Harrison. Wait, wait, wait. He doesn't miss in Madden? Yeah. Gotcha. But he's 94% with the Chiefs, so mm-hmm. he does miss occasionally. But Justin Tucker is so freaking clutch and so many times. He did miss this season. Yeah, but that's okay. I remember Justin Tucker being clutch when they beat Texas A&M. On that kick. Oh, yeah. His last kick in college. Like the last time they played each other. Justin Tucker came up. University of Texas. Whack, really? Is, he's been clutch his whole life. We lived in Austin then, and when they won, they did the whole parade through downtown and everything, and he was the star. Like, really? He was the star of that parade. I'm a big Justin Tucker guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, he's a listener. Would you go see him uh, do the opera? No. What is he Would sing? I go watch yeah. him sing? No. Yeah. Unless he was like, hey, come watch me sing, because he's a really good singer. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Justin Tucker is? Yeah. yeah. So, the, all four of the kickers are good. That's there's one thing that's in common with all these teams. Uh, Tucker, eighty-seven percent, but super clutch. Come on, Harrison Bucker's ninety-four percent this year. He's awesome, especially on Madden. Uh, <laughs> uh, Badly for the Lions. Is, oh yeah, is four for four in four games. Like he hasn't missed in four games, but he hasn't had the whole season of uh, of, of resume. And Jake Moody for the Niners, eighty-four percent all season long, which is pretty good. Not gonna lie. Who was the one that? Uh, I'd still rather have Justin Tucker than any of them. Yes, he's just done it on a big level over and over again. Who's the one where the coach said every time he'd go up there, he'd just pray? Was that Lafleur? Yeah, yeah, was yeah. It? yeah, it was. But they, no, he, he got mad. Yeah, it was Lafleur. Was it? But he got mad because they twisted it. He was saying like, you know, like just as a fan, we always pray no matter what. He wasn't saying like he, has, <laughs> he doesn't have confidence in him. You know? Oh, I, I took it when I saw the clip. I thought like Eddie was saying it. Yeah. yeah, so like he, he got sucks mad. so bad that every time he goes up, he prays. So he said he got mad at Rinaldi because Rinaldi flipped it when he You're told right. him that into a way that he didn't mean it like that. It was him because rookie kicker. Yes. And they were like, we're going to stay the course with him. He's a rookie kicker. Mm-hmm. And But every time he goes up there, I'm going to pray. He's going to pray. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about it. Yeah, that's good. All right, what else? Last one here. Which defense do you trust more to slow down the MVP quarterbacks when they face off on Sunday, the Ravens or the Chiefs? Both are awesome. And the over-under is like... I don't know what it is now, but it was a little lower than I thought it would be because the defense is so good. I think it was like 40, 41. And you would think with these high-scoring offenses that it would be one of the teams would bet 30. What is it? It's 44 and a half now. I thought I saw it at like 42. So, yeah. hey, Eddie, it's going up. You know why? Not 50-50. That's right. Mm-hmm. They're making it 50-50. Yeah. Um, the Ravens' defense is so good. They're very good. Yeah. The Chiefs' defense is really good. But the Ravens... I, 
But the Ravens have to go up against Mahomes. Mm-hmm. And I know the Chiefs have to go up against Lamar Jackson, who's awesome, MVP for sure this year. But I'd still rather go up against Lamar Jackson than Patrick Mahomes because to be the man, you got to beat the man. Nobody's beat the man yet. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but both defenses are really good on teams known for their offense. So who cares? <laughs> I need the Chiefs to win because I cashed out my Baltimore future for a thousand bucks. You did? Yeah, we did on the. On the oh, show. I, I thought you t- thought about doing <laughs> it. No, I did it. Okay. <laughs> I think did. Baltimore has the better defense, <laughs> awesome, but dude. I would rather have Mahomes and Lamar Jackson more than I would rather have the Baltimore defense over Kansas City. I would rather have the Baltimore defense over Kansas City, but I would rather have Mahomes over Jackson more than I'd rather have that defense. It's like betting, right? Mahomes outweighs. Not 50-50, so Mahomes. Exactly. So I'm going to take the Chiefs defense because the Chiefs offense, they have the Chiefs offense. Perfect. Terrible logic, but let's go with it. <laughs> All right, that's the tittle-tattle. The stupidest name ever is the tittle-tattle with kickoff. 25 Whistles presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app. Use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. Okay, here's my parlay this week. We're going two money lines. First of all, we're going Chiefs money line over Ravens. The Chiefs are the underdog. Okay. It's Ravens minus three and a half from Baltimore. Chiefs money line over Ravens. Let me just do it. And Niners money line over Lions. That one seems to be a little simpler to take because that spread's a little bigger. But I got Chiefs, Niners, and I got Mahomes over 240 yards passing. Oh, and Mahomes. Okay. Okay. Man. Because they want us to do three. It just moved 239 and a half. Okay. 239 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy how quick it's moving. <laughs> We literally talked about this 10 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> but we didn't move it. Is no, I know. I know. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just yeah. saying, like, you you look away for a little and yeah. check it again. It's moved okay, a two point. Th- I'm taking my homes 239 and a half. Over? Over 239 and a half. So there you go. Chiefs, Niners, Moneyline, Mahomes over 239 and a half. Let's keep the streak going. It's the longest streak we've had all year. <laughs> Tied. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Tied. <laughs> yeah, 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 good, yeah. good. So, if you want to take the 25 Whistles Parlay, you can check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code Bobby Sports whenever you download the app. That'd be awesome. That'd help us a lot. 21 and up in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. In New York, call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. 
you know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Now let's get to our interview with ESPN's Field Yates. Field was once an intern for the Patriots and then became a scout. And then, I mean, he's all over ESPN now, but he's a scout as well, which is pretty cool. He started writing blogs and that's how he kind of got picked up by ESPN, never really had the idea to go into media. It just kind of happened because he loved football so much. He has a draft podcast with Mel Kuyper Jr. called First Draft and a fantasy podcast called Fantasy Focus Football. Follow Field on Twitter and Instagram at Field Yates. Here he is, Field Yates. Hey, Phil, appreciate the time, man. No problem. Glad to do it. Thanks for having me on. Hey, so let's talk about Buffalo first. It's the first time ever I've you know seen a team lose and them be the headline for multiple days after they lost. Do they do anything different next year or do they just continue just pounding away at it? So this is one of those like very, very narrow margins for a team that it has to kind of navigate over the NFL offseason. When a team does not reach its ultimate goal in the NFL, and when you have Josh Allen as your quarterback, that ultimate goal is going to realistically be winning the Super Bowl. Usually there are like a few levers that you can pull, right? The one that we see most often, not just in the NFL and also in sports, is you fire the coach. That tends to be one of the first options that we default to because a new voice in the room can change the atmosphere or the vibe or just sort of the overall intensity or attitude of the organization. For Buffalo, though, Sean McDermott has been there for a long time now and helped steady a franchise that for a long time prior to his arrival was not irrelevant, but was certainly nowhere near as successful as it is right now. We're also in this hiring cycle where one quarter of the NFL teams made a change at head coach. So when you've got eight other people that have already moved prior to you, the number of desirable candidates that you might be looking at has already dwindled because teams have either already made their head coaching changes or are deep into the process. So I don't know that a coaching change is likely in Buffalo, uh, but the problem is in the NFL, how many, like there are 53 players on the roster. So there are a lot more guys that you can replace, uh, sign, trade for, et cetera, than there are in baseball or hockey or something of that nature. Um, But a lot of players in the NFL, if, you're really good uh, and you are on a veteran contract. Those are difficult things to move. So I don't see that many trades in the NFL. You can say, hey, the Bills should be trading Stephon Diggs right now. Well, if you trade him, all of a sudden a very thin wide receiver group becomes borderline non-existent. So as much as I would love to sit here and tell you, here are the five things the Buffalo needs to do to blow this all up, um, because that would be the key to getting over the proverbial hump that is the Kansas City Chiefs. The most likely plan for Buffalo is to bring back a lot of what has been there and done that for the past few seasons and just hope that next year they either avoid Kansas City in the playoffs or if they get them in the playoffs, that the any given Sunday mentality of the NFL goes in their favor and not in the favor of Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Harder for free agents to go to Buffalo generally if they get to choose all even, they probably don't go, but the team's good. Like, what, what do you think? 
I would say that there was a time where that stigma definitely was real. Um, I think the success of Buffalo over the past five to six years has helped alleviate a lot of that. I mean, if you look at some of the best players on the Bills roster, many of them weren't not drafted by Buffalo. So while you can't necessarily dictate exactly where you're being traded, Stephon Diggs was traded to Buffalo and then subsequently extended with Buffalo. Like he made the choice to stick around for a long time with the Bills. Jordan Poyer, Micah, uh, Micah Parsons, excuse me, I was going to say Micah Parsons, but that would be sweet for Buffalo. Micah Hyde, their other <laughs> safety, uh, two guys that were originally brought to Buffalo via free agents. Von Miller was the biggest free agent signing maybe in all of football on the defensive side of the ball a couple of off seasons ago, right? He had options and he chose to go to Buffalo. So we've seen a lot of guys choose Buffalo that have become staples of their roster. Um, I think, though, it's maybe fair to say that players right now, that are evaluating various contenders that are like one piece away and they think they can be that piece might view Buffalo in a slightly different light than they do if Kansas City were to come calling this offseason or Baltimore were to come calling this offseason or San Francisco were to come calling or Detroit were to come calling this offseason given the fact that those teams have already advanced to the conference championships and of course two of them are going to make it to the Super Bowl. With Josh Allen, we'll say his kryptonite has been Patrick Mahomes, obviously. With Tua, his his has been this year. I mean, cold weather. It just it it rocked him. Like, what do they do in Miami? Because again, it's the complete opposite of Buffalo. Like everybody wants to go there, but then when they have to play somewhere that seemingly that isn't uh, just feeling wonderful, they don't play as well. What do you do in that situation? That one, I would argue, is much trickier because with Buffalo, like we're not talking about them being that far off. Right. As much as you know, these losses in the playoffs to the Chiefs sting, I mean, like dramatically sting. And this past Sunday night was extremely hopeless. Right. I mean, it's Sunday, last game of the divisional round. All the stars were aligning. You're playing in Buffalo like your moment is finally here. Right. And the Chiefs, by the way, have been average for much of the year offensively. Like if ever there was a time for the Bills to win this game, it was this past Sunday. And Miami, it's like not only have you been to the playoffs and back to back seasons, but like which is good, right? But like that game felt like completely out of reach for Miami for a lot of that game, right? It was like, you're going to Kansas city. It's minus 30 degrees. Like you might as well just uh, rubber stamp the chiefs going to the divisional round and playing Buffalo up in Buffalo. Um, and if you're the, uh, the, the dolphins, you've shown that you can be like an incredible regular season team, but you can also beat up on bad competition. Uh, if you go back over the two seasons now uh, with Tua playing really well under Mike McDaniel, Tyreek Hill being there in Miami. You look at the games they have won against teams that ended up finishing the season with a winning record. In the 2022 season, I think there were three of those games in total. One of them was when they beat the Bills in week three. So the Bills were 2-0 and at the time early in the year. Another game was when they beat the Lions, who ended up finishing 9-8. and But they entered that game against Miami 1-5. Detroit had a massive second half to the 2022 season, which ended up pushing them over 500. And then this year, they beat the Cowboys, uh, who ended up obviously winning 11 games, 12 games this year. So that was a legitimately good win, that game down in Miami late in the regular season. But they basically got crushed by good competition in all other games over the past two regular seasons. So if you're the Dolphins, the question is, you've got what it takes right now to be a top 10 to 12-ish team in the NFL. 
what is going to bridge the gap from 10 to 12 to like top three to five, where you're actually competing for the Super Bowl every single year? And while I will be the first to tell you that the NFL salary cap can be manipulated and that you can find ways to keep the players that you absolutely really desperately want for Miami, it's not a salary cap question right now. It's is the quarterback good enough to justify a major investment? Because Tua obviously has some serious strengths to his game. Deep ball accuracy is awesome. That helps when you have Tyree Kill. The guy led the NFL in passing yards this season. And yet this upcoming offseason, if the Dolphins invest $45, $46, $48 million per year in Tua, you're going to have a huge cross-section of football fans that are saying to themselves, what? Like, really? You're doing that for Tua Tungabailoa? Does he deserve it? Well, I mean, deserve is what you're worth when someone's willing to make you an offer. So I think he, you know, he's going to get it is my, my most likely bet. Um, but that to me is a really tricky evaluation for Miami because if they were to move off from Tua, like who's sitting there waiting in the wings that's, by the way, also inexpensive because the salary cap is going to impact Miami's spending power this offseason, that they can say, all right, well, it's not Tua, but it's an upgrade just at a cheaper cost. That's a hard thing for any team to find in the NFL. So the Dolphins find themselves in a good spot relative to like 15, 18, 20 of the teams in the NFL, but in a really tricky spot relative to the first class of the NFL. Speaking about what people deserve, Brock Purdy, does he deserve all all this hate that he's getting? It's like people just can't stand that the guy wins and they hold him accountable for the talent he has on his team. Like they hold it against him. Yeah, I think people need to decide what they want out of Brock Purdy, right? And in some ways, Brock Purdy being the very last pick in the draft uh, is a great thing. Like it makes his story that much more improbable and it makes his run that much more incredible. It also makes him that much easier of a target, right? Because people just find a way to undercut some of what he does. I think that multiple things can be true at once. And I think that's one of the biggest errors that we make now when we're evaluating sports in general. So Brock Purdy can be a very, very talented player who can do a ton of great things within the 49ers offense. He can also play in a 49ers offense that is more user-friendly to the quarterback than others might be, right? When you have Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel and a really good offensive line and Kyle Juszczyk, the best fullback in football. When you have all those pieces around you, then yes, it's easier to thrive and succeed than it would be if you were playing with a much weaker supporting cast. That's okay. But so you can like acknowledge two things at once. Brock may not be a top five quarterback in the NFL. Maybe he's not top eight. Maybe he's 10, 11, 12. I'm not entirely concerned about where he specifically lands. I just do know that within the confines of the 49ers offense and what they are consistently asking Brock Purdy to do, it feels like every time he has presented a challenge, he ends up meeting the mark. So if you want to debate whether he's as good as Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, I think it's going to be a fairly short debate and probably not one that's worth the fight if you're a Brock Purdy defender. But if the ultimate goal is to win a Super Bowl, they're two games away from doing that, and they're favored in the first game against the Detroit Lions that they're playing on their home turf. What are the Bears going to do? I think this one's pretty cut and dry, at least if I were the one that's, that's making the decision. And that's, of course, not me. It's Bears GM Ryan Poles. I think the Bears uh, should take a quarterback number one overall. I think they should take Caleb Williams from USC. 
Heisman Trophy winner in 2022, who's accounted for over 90 touchdowns over the past two seasons, 30-plus passing and 10-plus rushing in each of those two seasons. Uh, USC had a down year this year. The defense was terrible. Very young roster overall, as you know. With the transfer portal, college has become like every program's like almost like a way station for prospects. It's not even really a program anymore. You're just there for however long you need to be there to get to the next place, whether that's the NFL or a different college. Um, I take Caleb Williams. I think he's the real deal. I think he's terrific. I think he's got all the tools you need to be an unbelievable player in the NFL for a long time. And then I think you have to go and you have to survey the market for Justin Fields. And what's going to work in their favor is that there's always more teams that need quarterbacks than there are quarterbacks available. And right now, and there's a long way to go in the pre-draft process. There's about 95 days until the draft begins. Right now, there are more uh, teams that need a quarterback that could justify taking a quarterback in the first round than there are obvious first-round picks amongst the quarterbacks. There's three that I think no two ways about it will absolutely unquestionably go number one overall. Uh, excuse me, number in the first round. Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels. I happen to have the order Williams, Daniels, May, but that's nitpicking there. Beyond that, teams are going to either have to talk themselves into a prospect that offers some questions, or they're going to say to themselves, Justin Fields isn't perfect, but he's got three seasons under his belt in the NFL. He's played a lot. One of the most dynamic runners we've ever seen at the quarterback spot. He's one of two quarterbacks ever, three quarterbacks ever, along with Michael Vick and Lamar Jackson to rush for at least a thousand yards in a season. Trade for Justin Fields. And if you're the Bears, you just kind of take the marketplace, you figure out what the best options are, and then grab as much draft capital as you can. Um, not that I'm not a Justin Fields fan, because I am also advocating for other teams potentially trading for him. But if you're Chicago, this is a ceiling versus a floor play. I think the ceiling with Caleb Williams is dramatically higher than it is right now with Justin Fields. We got a big Cowboy fan here who's still in mourning. Mm. Uh, Eddie? Yeah, hey, Field. I'm a big Cowboys fan. Love my Dallas Cowboys. And I want to ask you, was it my blinders? Or you know, were you shocked, too, that the Cowboys lose to the Packers early? And are you shocked by the keeping Mike McCarthy deal? Uh, I was so shocked. On both fronts. Uh, shocked on the first front, for sure. I, I, You know, the NFL is this wonderful uh, game that has the any given Sundays. I've already mentioned once before mentality to it in the playoffs, right? It's not the team that's better that always wins. It's not a seven-game series where typically in the NBA, Nikola Jokic or LeBron James or Steph Curry or the best player in the series is going to end up finding a way to will his team to four victories and seven tries because that's how the system is set up. This is the NFL where one bad half can lead you into a massive deficit. And I thought that Packers-Cowboys game was actually won when the coin toss took place. The Packers win the toss on the road. Dallas, obviously the most dominant home team, not just this season, but in a long time in 2023. And they took the ball. A lot of teams prefer to defer. They said, we want the ball right away. They have an eight-minute drive. They score a touchdown. And it was like, there was the air let out of the balloon in the stadium, right? It was like the silence all of a sudden kind of hit. Um, I was so surprised. And I was a, an ardent uh, Dak Prescott supporter all season. Um, it's weird that like being a Dak supporter, 
can make you kind of like a controversial figure. <laughs> I mean, like that's like the guy is unbelievable. Yeah. And uh, at one point was playing better than any player on the planet this season. And yet there are some people that perhaps because of their displeasure for the Cowboys in general would like to see him fail. Um, but yeah, I was shocked by the performance. I, I, I almost couldn't believe it. Um, and then in terms of Mike McCarthy, like shocked and surprised are two different things to me, but, but like, even though they sound very similar, I was surprised that they kept Mike McCarthy only because there was a Bill Belichick dynamic waiting right there for them. Mike Vrabel, Pete Carroll, you know, the various assistants, <laughs> excuse me, who could have been available as head coaching prospects. Uh, but I wasn't shocked because what 36 wins over the past three seasons during the regular season. That's a lot of winning for this Dallas Cowboys team. And uh, there's no guarantee that the other coaches available are going to uh, elevate where you were, right? Like this ultimately will be a team that's judged by the postseason. So shocked. No surprised. Yes. Um, I will tell you this though, come August of next year, I will once again be wager. I will be forecasting the Cowboys will be a big time NFC contender. My man, <laughs> okay, my but, man. But where, if they get to the NFC Championship next year, let's just play this out. Does that get McCarthy a new contract, or does he have to win the Super Bowl? I think next year Super Bowl or bust, which is fair, unfair, but <laughs> I think it's Super Bowl or bust. Like we've reached that point with the Mike McCarthy path that if he can't win the big one next year. That's that's going to be the measuring stick, unless there's some sort of like significant changes to the roster that I am not expecting right now. Next year, Super Bowl or bust, which is a term that we use a lot more than is like actually true. But I think next year, it's pretty cut and dry for for the Cowboys and Mike McCarthy. I, I mean, they could lose in the Super Bowl in heartbreaking fashion, and it still might not be enough to keep it <laughs> job because. I know that the, the the sport is very, very unpredictable. And I know that it's not one on paper. But I don't know how many rosters I am taking over the Cowboys as presently constructed. I don't know where they're glaring obvious weaknesses. Maybe the run defense needs to be fortified a bit more. Maybe the secondary was a little bit more up and down than we realize, you know, all those interception returns for touchdowns, maybe camouflaged that the secondary wasn't quite as dominant at times as you might think. But that roster is really, really good. Field Yates on Instagram and Twitter at Field Yates. And you guys, as we mentioned before, he came on first draft and fantasy focus <coughs> football. Uh, first draft is the podcast hosted by Field and Mel Kuyper Jr. to keep tabs on the NFL draft throughout the year. And obviously we're kind of out of fantasy right now. So what do you guys do on, do you just, Shut that shut that one down now until next year? Yeah, so we're trying to be more mindful of the fact that people care about fantasy a ton all the time. And what's cool about football is that it is a 365-day-a-year calendar, um, and there is interest in things that go beyond just the games. So before you know it, the NFL draft will be here. But prior to that, you'll have the combine, you'll have free agency, and people will be interested in that stuff. What I tell people often is what's really a cool part about my job in fantasy is that there could be like the Cowboys could sign some guard this offseason. And if they end up keeping Tony Pollard, even if they don't, whatever, let's just say they do. 
someone will come up to me and be just as likely to ask, like, what does signing that guard mean for Tony Pollard's fantasy value this year, right? People will find any way to connect the dots of fantasy football and personnel moves around the NFL. Um, that, to me, is sort of a sign of where things are going. Um, and I always tell people, people ask me, you know, what do you want to do? Uh, you know, what, what are your five, ten-year goals, which – to me, I think that's like an outdated question. I feel like it was much more a thing when, you know, our parents' generation was growing up. But I want to, I think anybody who works in football would probably agree with this. Like we want to work in a sport that people care about. And football and fantasy football, people care about all the time. So we'll do a lot of mock drafting. We'll do a lot of, you know, prognosticating. And then the NFL draft will give us a whole new, like, breath of fresh air because, uh, well, not every year is going to have a, a draft in which two running backs go in the top 12, the real NFL draft I'm talking about here uh, in both Bijan Robinson and Jameer Gibbs. Uh, the NFL draft offers hope. That's the beauty of the NFL draft that I don't think other sports have, is that there is tangible evidence that one draft can totally reshape the fortunes of even the worst franchises. If we did this exact interview a year ago, right now, we'd be talking about the Houston Texans as one of the most hopeless franchises in the entire NFL. They had very few players you consider like building block, true blue, gotta have them pieces. They had the number two overall pick, but people would say, hey, you know, this was a number one pick scenario where they should have just lost in week 18 and had control of the top of the draft work. Well, instead, they get, quote-unquote, stuck with the number two pick, and they get C.J. Stroud. And now, if you were just if you were to do what we at ESPN call future power rankings, how many teams, just because of C.J. Stroud, would you really want ahead of Houston? Not that many. And there are teams right now who feel, to me, very, very either down in the dumps or kind of stuck in the middle. Like, down in the dumps teams are the ones that are picking at the top, right? You know, it's it's Washington and New England. Uh, and the teams are kind of stuck in the middle are like Denver, right? Like Denver was good enough to have a competitive streak this year, but obviously is going to make a quarterback change this offseason and not so bad this past year they have a top five pick. The NFL, though, that draft can change fortunes so quickly that between now and April, you'll be able to sell people on hope. And then once September rolls around, that hope might be realized. The Houston Texans are probably the best recent example of it. Phil, we really appreciate the time. Big fan. I appreciate you guys very much. Thanks for having me on. Hope we can do it again sometime soon. All right, Phil. See you, buddy. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the code Bobby Sports. New customers can bet just five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook. With the code Bobby Sports, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y 467 369. In Connecticut, helps available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, we're all here. Read. In his Indiana Pacers shirt, three out of four last shows. Good job, buddy. Let's go. Dude, I went to that, uh, you know that Putt Shack place that just opened? What'd you say? Putt, putt yeah, Shack. Yeah, I know. I've been. Yeah. yeah, I went a couple days putt ago. Putt Shack. Yeah, yeah, it's like. In, Where is it? It's uh, in the Gulch. In the Gulch, yeah. Okay. It's like a crazy Golf putt putt. No, it's a, it's like insane putt putt. Like, oh. But anyway, that sounds I was cool. wearing my like other Pacers shirt, and I, as I was walking out, some girl walks in. She goes, go pack, go. Pack? Yeah. She thought it was a Packer shirt. Did you correct her? No, I didn't say anything. That's nice of you. Yeah. It's a good story. Um, <laughs> Thanks, man. Dude, just say you found 100 bucks on the ground. Yeah. Or you, yeah, you found 10 bucks in your pocket or something. something. It's way more interesting. Something. Yeah, 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 at the end of that. <laughs> Whatever, guys. <laughs> uh, we're going to play a little easy football trivia as we go into our AFC, NFC championship weekends. Now, get it. Kevin, did you win the last time versus those two? I did, of course. Okay, so you two are going to team up again. <laughs> It's just Tweedledee, Tweedledum over here. And play against Kevin in easy football trivia. Let's get it. Come on, Reed. Now, these are easy, easy questions. Okay? Until they're not. So they should be very easy, okay. though, at the beginning. Right. Uh, team dum-dums. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. What is the term for when a player catches a pass in the end zone? That is a touchdown. Final answer? Final answer. Correct. It's easy. <laughs> that was really easy. Easy, right. Kevin, what's the term for a defensive player who catches a pass from the opposing quarterback? That would be an interception. Boom. Okay. Team Dum Dum. Yep. <laughs> what's the term for a defensive player tackling the quarterback behind the line of scrimmage? You know it? That'd be a sack. Now, I need when you two say it, I need you to say final, final answer, answer, then the answer. Okay, what's you your guess? Okay. Final answer, sack. Yep. Okay. Correct. 
Kevin, how many yards is each team allowed to advance in four downs? Ten. Good. Easy trivia. Team Dum Dum. Yep. What do you call a week during the season when NFL teams don't play? Do you know that? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. No final answer. No final what answer? What is it? Uh, bye week. Yeah. Final answer, bye week. Correct. <laughs> Kevin, how many NFL teams are there? 32. Correct. Good job, dude. I wanted to say in Spanish, but I don't know how. 32. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> Dum-dums. How many games is the NFL regular season for each team? How many games do they play? You know what? Nope. 17, final answer. Yeah, 18 weeks, 17 games. Yeah. Good job. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Kevin, how many NFL divisions are there? Eight. Correct. Just count on your fingers. Yeah. Dum-dums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What network does Jim Nance and Tony Romo work for? You know it? Nope. CBS, final answer. Okay. Woo! Is it rolling? Let's go! Oh. Hey, Kevin, yeah. what network do Joe Buck and Troy Aikman work for? ESPN. Oh, correct. that's Ooh, a trick question. I know. Right in my head wow. at first, I was like, woo! Correct. I, I thought you were going to fall for it. I almost, I thought it for a second. Team Dum Dums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What city is the home <laughs> to the Pro Football Hall of Fame? What city? You know it? Say it, but no. You can say it. Canton? Yeah. Okay. Final answer, Canton. Canton, Ohio is correct. Nice, Reed. Yeah, thanks, man. Kevin, how many rounds is the NFL draft? Seven. Correct. Yep. Wow, that's clutch. Eesh. I thought eight. Why? I don't know. Just seemed just, right. Just a thought. <laughs> yeah, just seemed right. Dum Dums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What two teams have purple uniforms? Two teams? You know it? Uh, Vikings and Ravens? Yeah. Vikings and Ravens, final answer. <laughs> Why does he Dude, change his voice? Reed's doing good. Correct. <laughs> I'm goes, not stupid, hey, buzz, guys. Buzz. He goes, the Vikings and Ravens? Yes, it. Oh, I'm going to go with Vikings and Ravens. <laughs> the confidence comes in. <laughs> Kevin, who is known as the bus in the NFL? Jerome Bettis. Correct. What team has the first pick in the 2024 NFL draft, dum-dums? Packers. What? No, it's not the Packers. No, it's not the Packers. Oh, what team has the first pick in the 2024 NFL draft? It's just hard because, like, you know, they trade picks and... Browns? Panthers? Browns? No, oh, it's not Panthers. the Browns. Panthers. I'm between Panthers and, and, and Bears. So you're talking about you're talking about Caleb Williams going first, maybe the Bears. What are they going to do? I feel like it's the Panthers. You feel like Panthers? I don't know. I haven't heard a lot of things about the Panthers. I, I'm going to go Bears. Okay. All right. But do it in your voice. Bears. Final answer. So the Panthers had the worst record in football, but they had traded the pick to the Bears. So the Bears have the first. Nice. Pick. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Staying alive. Kevin, in yards, how long is the football field from the back of the end zone to the back of the end zone? Ooh. 120. Correct. Trick question. <laughs> well, that's a good answer. That's a trick. Dum-dums. Yeah. How many players are on the field for each team during a standard American football game play? How many players are on the field for each team? You know it? 11? Yeah. Yeah. 
11, final answer. Correct. Dang, guys. Who was the number one, number one overall pick in 2023, Kevin? Our friend of the show, Bryce Young. Correct. Mm-hmm. How many offensive linemen are in a normal formation, dum-dums? Offensive linemen? Mm-hmm. Normal. Five, four. Offensive. One, two, three, four, five. 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 Final answer. Correct. At center. Center throws you off sometimes. What is the most expensive (laughs) NFL franchise according to Forbes? Oh, it's Jerry's world. Dallas Cowboys. Correct. What's up? (laughs) Dum Dums, name three of the four teams named after cats. Ooh. You got Panthers. Yeah. uh, After cats. Yeah. Uh, Panthers, Lions. Yeah. And... Bengals. Yeah, Bengals. Yeah. All right, go for it. Panthers, Lions, Bengals, final answer. Correct. <laughs> and the fourth is the Jaguars. Oh, oh I didn't oh, think that far. Yeah, I'm like, who cares what the fourth <laughs> yeah, is? No, you're done. <laughs> Good job. He has got to the quick. Thank Kevin, you. what player was nicknamed the Fridge? Oh, dang it. Come on. Oh, did we get him? Oh, no, I don't know this. I know he played for the Bears in the 80s. Defensive lineman. Oh, but I... Mm. <sighs> Dang it. Um, I can't think of his name right now. I just know him by the fridge. Mm. Mike Perry. What? Mike Perry. Refrigerator Perry is who it is, but it's William Perry. Dang it! Oh, that's wow. crazy. Just what it went with last name. You would have given him a refrigerator Perry. Refrigerator Perry last name. Yeah. I would have given it to him. Uh, you dumb dumb. Dang. Okay, you guys need to get this to win. Let's go, Reed. Come on, let's go. What quarterback has the most rushing yards in their career? Oh boy. All time. No, Reed on Tuesdays. Okay. I got to factor that in. Yeah, Man, I'm thinking it's Lamar. What quarterback has the most rushing yards in their career all time? All time, Reed. I, I think the all time kind of throws us off because we think, like, oh, it's got to be. Is it that old guy? Randall Cunningham. Like, oh, God. Although he did run a lot. Um, I think it's going to go. I think it's going to be Lamar Jackson. Okay. That dude runs a lot. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I believe you. I don't know, though. Do you have anyone else? I mean,. Joe Montana, man. That's all I got. <laughs> no, no. Dum Dum's your answer? Go ahead. Lamar Jackson, final answer. Wrong. Oh, no. Who do you think it is? I'd go to Cam Newton. Mike Vick. Oh, yeah. That was, oh, that was the other one. He ran a lot. About him. Yeah. All right. Uh, I didn't think he was around long enough. Sudden Love. death. Love dogs. Buzz in with your name. <laughs> when you yeah. buzz in, you have to say it. So you guys are playing. Okay. You both get a buzz. Oh, okay. But you don't get to talk to each other. Okay. Oh, shoot. So it's two to one. <laughs> yeah. Two we'll, do, one. we'll do five questions. Okay. Let's go. Who's the all-time winningest NFL coach? Ding, ding. Ke- you have to say your name. Oh, Kevin. Kevin. Don Shula. Correct. Wow, I've never gotten that. One zero. The next question. Per half, how many timeouts do each NFL Eddie. Kevin. Eddie. Three. Correct. Nice. Woo! Nice. How many? Wait, we have to get best out of three? Or no? Uh, best out of five. Five, okay. How many coaches challenges per game? Eddie. Kevin. Eddie. Three. Incorrect. Two. Correct. And if yeah. they succeed, they have a third. Yeah, okay. Wait, did uh, I, do I get that or no? You do. Yeah, you okay. get it. Yeah. You get it. Yeah, you get it. 
Whenever you're ready to play, Reed. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm just making sure everything's going good. <laughs> Who leads all tight ends in career receiving? Eddie. Eddie. Travis Kelsey. Incorrect. Antonio Gates. Incorrect. Tony Gonzalez. Ah, that was uh, a nice guess. Dang. Antonio Gonzalez, dude. I know. Same so, thing. two to one. Going to the last question. This will be who's closer. Everybody needs to write their answer down. You have five seconds only to write your answer down. Okay. So we're not buzzing in. Nope. Ripping off a piece of right paper there. over there. Whoever's closer gets the point. The question is, how many total games are played in the NFL regular season? What the? How many total games are played in the NFL regular season? Time is up. Two, one. Time. Pins down. Read. 420. 420. That's what's up, dude. That a boy. <laughs> Eddie. I'm way off. 250. Kevin. 256. Wow. He he didn't know what you picked. That, that's what I wanted because it's 272. Oh. Dang. Woo! So he wins again. Dang Kevin it. beats the yeah. Jones. Hey, that was good. Bro, good game, boys. Good, good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Oh, wow. Dang. Unbelievable. Yeah. That was close, dude. That was dude. fun, though, man. Yeah, that was fun. Well, congratulations <laughs> to Kevin. You beat the Dum Dums two in a row. <laughs> mm -hmm. How Thank good you. do you feel? Thank you feel you. good? I feel great. I feel great. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Who's going to win the games? Both of them. Eddie, go. Chiefs, Niners. Reed? Niners, Ravens. Or, sorry, you're looking at me. Yeah. yeah. Or whatever your name is. <laughs> Niners, Ravens. Reed? Yes, yeah, Chiefs, Niners. I don't know what we're talking about. What are we talking about? Who's going to win the games this weekend? Oh, yeah. Why'd you say Chiefs Niners then if you know what we're talking about? Because I thought we were talking about a parlay. 
What were you thinking right then? I honestly, because I looked at you and you were looking at uh, uh, somewhere on the wall. I, honestly, I was thinking about four twenty, man. I don't know. <laughs> He's about to make a 420. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go Chiefs and Niners as well. Yeah, Thank man. You. Um, Eddie's going to the basketball game tonight. Grizz. That's yeah, right. Going to Memphis oh, Grizzlies. That's right. That's no jaw. Cool. That's but fun. Right. No job. We see Paolo Banchero. They're playing, yeah. the, they're playing the Magic. So that'd be kind of cool. Um, yeah. How early should we get there? Time's the game start? Seven. It's a seven o'clock 6:30. game. 6.30. Okay. I mean, unless you want to get there way early and watch like warm-ups and stuff. I think the boys would like that, right? But then you just sit in there forever. It sucks. What's the autograph situation? Like the boys want to take basketballs <laughs> like to get autographs and cards. Unless like, you're somewhere before the game, like you know the hotel they're at, yeah. or you have they're taking you to meet, it's hard to get an autograph in the arena because they, everybody be running up with stuff. Yeah. Or after the game, you can go wait for them when they all come out. Yeah. So, you know. It's going to take a while. Yeah. That's but. a lot. Okay. Or what you could do is say, guys, give me your balls, and then you leave with the two balls and walk <laughs> out and then sign them yourself and be like, they're only going to let one person in, and you come back, and you're like, here you go. That's Mr. Barkley, and that's Mr. Jordan. They don't play for these teams, but they're back there, and they sign them for you. That's funny. Yeah. I'll think about that one. So, <laughs> no, nah, we're excited. It's going to be really cool. That's awesome. Well, everybody, uh, be safe. Go Chiefs. God dang. I need them to win. Yeah, dude. Hey, to beat the man, you got to be the man. Wait, nope. no. What? To be the man. You got to beat the man. You got to beat the man. And that's what's not going to happen. What's not going to happen. Man, we're really confused here. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Bye, everybody. Whistle. Oh, whistle it. Oh, yeah. Whistle it. Oh, my God. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.